Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? All right, man. Hey, Cash, let's be quick with it. For the people who ain't never heard of us, tell them what do we do on Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Oh, all right. I got you, Prez, man. So what we talk about week in and week out is music, sports, and culture. No filler. You're going to get down-to-earth commentary. You're going to get barbershop talk. And you're going to get it from a fan's perspective. We love the analytics, but we love the eye test. And that's what we talk about. Get with us, rather, every week, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, like, comment, do whatever you're gonna have to do on there, like all the little nonsense stuff we gotta say. Hey, yeah, but we appreciate y'all on this video. Hey, <laughs> make sure y'all rate us on the audio portion, man. Definitely do that. Hey, and, and for the the returning listeners, if y'all know, last week we told you we had another interview locked in. We was gonna go ahead and handle that. Cash, you wanna go ahead and tell them about the about the interview we got? Absolutely. This week we got one of our favorite new artists out. Hasn't been out super long, but he's been doing it for a while, and he's just now taking it serious, as you're going to see in this interview. That artist's name is JR. Very seldom do Prez and I come across an artist that makes us say, oh, shit, this, this dude got it. This dude is spitting, and it resonates with what we like, which is lyrics. It bars matter to us. No matter what, all this trumped-up stuff people always trying to do, what me and Prez always return to, it's the bars, man. Uh, we've seen your name spelled a couple different ways and said a couple different ways within your bars, man. Are we saying it right? Is it JR? Is it J.R? What is it? Oh, uh, it's it's JR, man, but um I put the dot in there uh for my my handles, my social media handles. Um I had just J dot space and a letter R, but it's a lot of it's hard to find me on um, you know, the DSPs. So uh I, I added the a-R-R-R or whatever is my IG, IG name. So I just made it, you know, I rebranded and made it uh, my my uh, rap name. All right. Yeah. So make sure y'all hit that J.R. Go follow him on IG. Cool. Before, before we get to the good stuff and, and get into the particulars, man, can you briefly tell everybody where you from and, and, and why you started? Uh, I'm from uh, Wilson, North Carolina, the small town. Um, uh, I started doing music maybe, I think it was like 2005, uh, fresh out of high school. Um, I was always a fan of music, grew up in church and stuff, you know, uh, playing the drums and whatnot. And uh, I started making beats because uh, a couple of my guys, they uh, they rap. I didn't know they rapped until after school. I don't know how that happened, like how they stood by me or whatever. But I started uh, talking myself how to make beats uh, on Fruity Loops. And they were they were doing the rap, and I was just making beats up until maybe 2012. I started rapping myself, and um, yeah, the rest is history, man. I'm, I just fell in love with it. Stopped making beats for the most part, uh, like I was anyway. Like uh, now, I do it every now and then if I want some, and I can't get it from a producer or whatever. I just do it myself, but I, I don't like sitting in front of the computer that long and trying to trying to mess with it. So. So, yeah. yeah, what is it like relinquishing? I'm I'm one of those people that likes to control everything. So for you, did that did you ever did that ever occur with you to where you had to relinquish just that part 
or did you just was it a good thing because you just wanted to get to the bars? At first, I kind of struggled with it, um, but I had uh, another guy who I met. I actually start we started making beats together uh, before I stopped making beats. Um, so he kind of knew what I liked. But when he stopped doing music all together, it was like I right, I gotta find somebody else, and it was uh, it was kind of rough trying to you know. I ain't want to be too critical because I hated that when I was making beats and God be like, yo, can you change it? Can you change it? Like, so I was, uh, I'm picky too. So it's like, you know, I was trying to be mindful of how the producer would feel. Like, you know, you got to keep going back and changing stuff. But when you want somebody you want it, I mean, I get it. So Prez, man, I know you got a few songs in here because I want to give people a taste of what you can do that have never heard you before so which one do you want me to play first press uh let's go with the broken promises man let's 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 hear that man between the love and the hatred now i demand both slipped in the fan mode listening to the prior verse ran killed it y'all viewed the body now i supply the hearse people say my talent's a blessing i just denied the curse divide the worst demons in my mind to survive the hurt I've always wondered why people cry in church. Is it cause they know that soul's tainted? Or maybe paying your tithes is a hearing with no plaintiff. A doctor with bad rep, I ain't fit with the most patient. So I guess Ooh. I'll be retiring soon. <laughs> Man, so as you can hear on that one, uh, you you had you own that with ransom. And yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I was like first time I heard this, and I, I rewinded like several times on Ran verse, like just ran it back real quick. And I was getting up, I was like, man, I don't know who got to follow him up, man, but this may be a tough case. But right there is like how you set the tone and put that spotlight back on you. Can you just tell me like how you was thinking when you actually like first heard this song and knew who you was going to follow up? Um, well, I was a, I was a fan already. Um, I had been listening to Rand since high school. So when he reached out to me, it was like, like, man, so I already knew I couldn't, you know, come on the track behind him and BS, but when he sent it to me, you know, I listened to it and uh, I wrote it. I was actually in France at the time when I wrote it. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it just, the way it came out, that's just how it came out. Um, I was I was kind of nervous about it at first. And then, like I told, like I said in the verse, like I was, I was in the fan mode when I was listening to his verse, writing mine. So it was like, you know, I just knew I had to, had to come with it. And you can't, you can't, you can't slack on the track with Ransom anyway. So. <laughs> and man, the way you the way you flipped it though and came in, just like hey, fan mode on that prior verse, you know, hey, y'all y'all viewed the body, I supply the hearse. Like, okay, oh, okay, like man, you got me back locked back in. Like it was like, okay, maybe he ain't gonna slack. Let's 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 hear my. Uh, yeah. But you said you was in France on this, right? Uh, so, yeah. But can you speak on just like? how you left and when you went over there, how long you was over there and, and you know, why, why you, what happened to come back and then how'd you get back into music? Um, that was, uh, what, 2016. I left here in like July. I went to, I actually went to work a, a basketball camp. Uh, it was like a tour. It's like an eight week tour. Um, but the, the guy who hired me, he was, it was like, a he, he told everybody, you know, we would have a chance, opportunity to play, in front of teams and, you know, potentially get picked up. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. You know, I go over there, uh, the first week of camp, uh, played against a team in Hasbrook, France, and kind of smoked them. So they wanted me or whatever. Yeah, they wanted me. Uh, so once we finished the, the tour, I went back to that team. Um, 
but uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of funny uh, business with them, like my documents and stuff. And they they did mm-hmm. some, you know, I ain't gonna get into too much detail. But I ended up uh, I played two games. I ended up breaking my ankle. So oh, uh, yeah, um, so I came. I ended up coming back home uh, twenty seventeen, and I just like like you know I felt kind of I was down. I was down for a while uh, off that injury. So I just had time to really sit back and and reflect and, and you know, focus on the music more because uh, I couldn't do anything else. So, you know, I just uh, I just locked in and then, you know, locked in with Ran. That year he put out the um, 1% album too. And he sent yeah. me, I was on a couple of tracks on that joint too. So it was like, I'm like, yeah, like maybe, you know, the music is, you know, something I need to be doing or whatever. Cause I really wasn't taking it serious. Um, when he reached out to me and he was like, you know, uh, you dope, man. Would you, you know, be willing to get on some if I sent you? I'm like, yeah, man, like for sure. So, um, but I still wasn't, I was more focused on the basketball at the time. Like it was like music was just, a, you know, leisure, you know, side note, little side note thing. So when, um, <laughs> I started taking it serious, man. You know, he like, say that so effortlessly, like that's side. what I'm saying. He, did, I was gonna come back with <laughs> so two casual. things out there that he just like throw. He threw two things out there casually. First thing you threw out there casually was just like, uh, yeah, we smoked them, and then you know, I moved. How many points you scored? What was the end score of that game? I gotta know because you, <laughs> the way you said uh, it, was, like, oh yeah, you know, they, 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 I was locked in at that point. <laughs> I think the end score was like 103 to 55. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had like 29, 11, and 7. <laughs> what, what position do you play? Point guard. Point guard. Uh, I'm a right. combo guard, but I'm only like 6'1", so, you know, I'll be, I, most of the time I'm on the, I'm on the one. Okay. So, so yeah, right and now. Then you, go ahead, Press. Uh, and, and then you was like saying, like, now you're humble, like, oh, Rand, Rand hit me up, I threw on, got on a couple of songs, man, like, <laughs> hey, that, that, that right there, just like, the person hitting you up, that person hitting you up, you know, and just saying, like, hey, you want to get on a couple of my songs, man, you know, it had to be what you was, what you was doing, you was in the right space, you was on the right path at that point, did that give you any, like, is that how you felt at that point, and then said, like, okay, maybe I do need to focus a little bit more here, or, did you just still just like ah? It is if it comes, it comes. Nah, definitely, man. When he uh when he reached out to me because it was a uh, you know it was a thing on my bucket list to work with one of my favorite artists. It didn't matter who it was, but he was like the top my favorite artist overall. Um, and he was the first one to reach out to me, so I was like, like man, I ain't even I don't do anything else. I'm good. You know, like, <laughs> I was I was happy with that. So yeah, that it. It definitely um, made me, you know, think more, more, take it more serious um, after that. I took the music a lot more serious. So I got to know because I'm a basketball guy. I ain't never played overseas, high school. That's where it stopped, whatever. I'm 5'11", so I ain't tall at all. But <laughs> my, my thing is, like, who's your top five point guards right now that's playing in the game? Right now, uh, I would say, I don't know. I mean, I like Steph as a, you know, I, I really look at him as a scorer, man. But I look like Steph, Chris Paul, Dane. Uh, I like Luca and, and John Wall. Hometown, man. I got to go go somebody from 
you know, the whole time. So, John Wall. Sure, man. He battling back. He, I think he'll be right next year. Yeah. Next year. So, you say you're a combo guard. So, let's take it to overall. What's your, what's your prototypical point guard that you, if you could build in a factory, what, what would they have that have the perfect ingredients? Man, uh, well, first, um, I, I would say uh, probably the court vision of uh, Magic, um, Coach Curry, jump shot, uh, Kyrie's handles, and uh, who on defense, man? Maybe Pat Bell without the antics. He said without the antics. Defensive antics. Yeah. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he one of them dudes that do a whole lot of stuff, but be doing nothing on defense. You remember how when KD treated him in that one series where yeah. it was like, I'm KD. Like, right. that's that's how I view him when he's doing all the annex. Like, you don't got to do that. So with, with that said, man, so let, let's, let's go back to you coming back from overseas and, and different opportunities that you've had balling. There was one conversational piece that you had in one of your your older songs where you were talking to a family member of yours and it was kind of just like a back and forth conversation about you were telling him kind of about himself and all the things that he had done wrong, but then he flipped it on you or whatever yeah. in terms of just everything that you were afforded as far as balling overseas and, and everything and now things were the way they were at that time. So... Did you go through anything when you came back? Like as far as like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I made, uh, I could have made it, but this happened, and now I'm back here. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, um, aside from the injury, um, I had, uh, like I said, the that team I was, it was like a stepping stone. So it was a small team, you know, small league. Um, I was just going to use it for, you know, stats and footage to try to get somewhere better, and uh, it didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, though, like your time over there, like we've been overseas. I, like I said, I've been over here in Germany pretty much for like 12 years now, man. Like, uh, So how did you enjoy your time over there in Europe and getting abroad? Did that help uh, expand like any of your uh, – help you out in music and just hearing what the rest of the world listening to and how you can adapt and what they want to, so you can continue to grow your audience on the worldwide stage. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but when I mean, when I was over there, they were listening to, um, pretty much, uh, everything I listened to anyway. So it was just, it was just nice to, it was cool to see that. Cause I, you know, I didn't expect it. Um, I knew they listened to what we listened to, but I didn't think it was like that much, you know, so well, tell us a little bit about um how solstice came together in terms of production and your approach to it because you had dropped solstice and then the last chapter pretty close together within the same year right so like how did the uh, solstice yes. So How well, I dropped out? last chapter. Uh, last November. chapter was in November, right? Yeah, yeah, November. I dropped Solstice stuff. I was gonna drop it uh, on December twenty first, but when mm. the Solstice, you know, Solstice, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But um, that was kind of part of the name of it. But um, I just waited till the first and uh, and dropped it because Rand, I think Rand dropped in December too. So 
Yeah. I just waited or whatever. Um, but um, yeah, that that uh, all the beats were pretty soulful. Um, my boy Nitro, Nitro, um, he made all the beats. Me and him worked together some years ago. Um, but people ain't really heard the songs. I haven't. I didn't put them out. Um, but he, he's pretty dope. He uh, made some some great beats. Uh, he uh, he got his own unique sound or whatever. And the stuff he was he was sending me, I was like, yo, these joints, you know, I rock with them. So I decided to put that joint together and uh, put it out. Really, man, really a lot of my tapes be random, man. Like I just dropped one last night. <laughs> honestly, I did. Like I just dropped one last night. Like, and uh, it's it's uh, called First Chapter. Um, I did it with this guy okay. named Tone Beats. Yeah, man. Uh, and I got the Hoop Dreams dropping next month, uh, March 9th. So I do a lot. It's, it's really random, man. Like I do a lot of random, random drops, hey, man. Just so. So I was uh I was talking to Cash about this last week, and it was just talking about like the new like because the streaming service, everybody like dropping like like the way you can listen at music is totally different from back. They ain't buying no CD. I don't need to let fifteen tracks right. sit with me and stuff like that. So uh, just as you mentioned it, like. You, the way you drop constantly and just sprinkling just like, hey, maybe five songs, maybe seven songs this time, little EPs, but you're staying fresh in everybody's mind. And I feel like you can hone in on those tracks uh, and, you know, just be, have a focused like product that you put in that. And right. you're not giving me any fillers at that point. That's how I feel like that, that you can I mean, just, you, you know, keep catering to your sound. Yeah, you really can't uh, afford it put fillers in like a a small EP like that, like four tracks, five tracks. You can't really, I don't think you you, you can, but I mean, some people do, but you, you yeah. not, I don't think you should have anything with four or five tracks that somebody can't listen to the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's small, small margin for error. Small margin yeah. for error with that. <laughs> Very. So is that is that how you kind of been going on it though? Is that been your take? Like, hey, I'm just keep feeding everybody, just keep dropping, dropping, dropping. That way, I'm constantly staying uh, and gaining an audience on on it that way, you know. And if they go back through my catalog, they're gonna see I haven't put out anything that's been like slacking or anything. Everything is on par with the with the product that I'm putting out now, you know. Yeah, yeah, just little by little. Um, I'm working on a full length uh, project. Uh, I'm just trying to. I'll decide if I'm gonna produce it myself, uh, the full like produce the whole thing myself, or or get beats from other producers. But um, yeah, that's I I look at uh, how people, you know, listen to music. Like you might put something out like, and people hear it and be like, "Yo, man, you, you dropping something else?" Like I just dropped, and you like listen to it, like, you know, you know, let it, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like people don't people be ready for more, so the, that's the attention span is kind of short. So it's I, Netflix I effect, something. as I call it, man. They they ruined everything on that, man. Like we want it, we want it all right now. And like yeah. burn through it in a in a in a week. And I'm like, hey, when you drop something else, <laughs> like, yeah. hold up. That's work. And once I saw that, I'm like, all right, man. I'm gonna just so that's why I've been just dropping. Like I got plenty, I got a ton of songs, man. Like I could put together five, four, five, six track EPs and just just put them up. Like if people ain't heard, but I I just been, you know, taking my time with it. Uh, I mean, the last couple of months I've put something out every month, but uh, I'm gonna take a little break after the hoop dreams drops and um, just work on the full length. 
I do have another tape that's done uh, right now that uh, it's a hoop, the Hoop Dreams joint was done last year. But And that's been, with uh, Craven, right? Yeah, we just been trying to. So all these multitude of tracks you got, like did a lot of it come out of like the quarantine time, the locked in? And did that change up the way you was like, just like how how you honed in on it? Or or was oh, this yeah. just like uh, just catalog kept over time? Yeah, yeah just over time. Um, I have done a lot of songs since we've been, you know, since, you know, the pandemic, but, um, most of those that I dropped were, uh, were old, like I already had them except for, uh, I think no chaser okay. that no chaser track okay. on Solstice. Uh, yeah. I actually got that beat and I was like, yo, it's the Willie Dynamite joint. Like, and I wrote that right then. We yeah. it, we can't wait for the full length, and and here's why: because as we w- were listening to the audio stuff, I don't know if you caught on to it, prayers, but I'm like, yo, he could rap, rap, but songs can can he make songs? Can he make the ch- like a chick song or just some real t- real talk and relationships and all that stuff? And lo and behold, I came across a few of them joints, man. Yeah. Like, so is that is that something that you plan to hold off on until? the full length because you 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 got different layers besides just straight bars like you you actually can rap about subjects you could tell stories like it's all there like but for example i don't know it's not on full display in the eps i forget the title of the song but the one that you got where you're talking about the put down the phone talk to me like when you're speaking to your Uh, your girl it's like uh yeah 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 the phone interlude yeah, yeah, that was um, that was on uh my vanity stain uh, album. And see, like that was a more uh, well-rounded project uh, that I put out. And with my full link, I'm definitely uh gonna, I'm definitely gonna um tap in there everything like all the avenues. So I just been you know we rocking out this little just letting niggas know I can rap type type tapes, putting those out like yo, like I can I can rap. and you definitely show out on those man definitely show out on those man uh like on that last chapter uh like if you mind playing another song cash we talk about it when you go in on due time and you comparing uh you know how the industry is now and how you put together a song or what you're rapping about like i came back to collect nigga these blood suckers always focused on the next nigga. Next mission is to get my time back. Rewind that. Living in slow motion while my mind been in a time lapse. Yeah, dropped a couple jewels. Now I'm back for collection. Cause they said practice makes perfect. I practice perfection. Took some L's, humble back to an average profession. So the hardest pill to swallow, I had to digest it. So you you have several parts on that, like uh, where you coming on here and you talking about these things. If you don't mind us, uh, so where you said I took more than a step back, had to harden the grind. Like like, like that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> how you able to just slip in the the uh, basketball play yeah, yeah. into your wordplay and just make it seem just it's just flawless, like it was just meant to be. Like full display right there. What I what I've been talking about, like. It's rare that people that can, you know, when they do it, it's not forced. You know, it just comes off effortlessly, and that's how it always like seems when I'm listening little, at yours. I like I like the little uh, people call them like 
double entendres. I like to I call them subtle, subtle entendres, man. The ones I do um for the most part. Cause uh, a lot of a lot of I, I say it's like a lot of um a lot of things I put in my lyrics that you really won't think about, like you won't catch uh like the obvious ones, of course, but I have others that you know people don't people like you know hit me later like yo man I ain't know I ain't know this this what you meant I'm like man I mean whatever you think it mean bro like don't you know what I'm saying like that's how that's how I make it like I don't whatever you take however you think it it's I meant it that's how I meant it that's how I look at it man like <laughs> sometimes man I might mean one thing and somebody be like yo you meant this and I'm like like in my head I'm like nah I ain't mean that but I mean it could it could mean that so I, that's how you interpret it man and then uh also on the back part of that song too you was also talking about you know comparing yourself to uh the rappers of today with uh, following a musical trend how you could just like you know do whatever just to get on but you're above that like you want to you want to be known for your lyrics and everything else that goes along with it be more musical like that beat that you just had on that man soulful beat man just <laughs> showing that you really can just you know rap yeah um okay so being the doing the rap the type of rap that i do most of the time uh, i get a like even some of my friends they be like yo man why don't you rap on this type you know i'm like okay who whose beat is it it might be like a little baby beat or something i'm like is he rapping on the joints i rap on like why why i gotta you know what i'm saying why i gotta rap on on that type of stuff to show you that i'm nice like I just feel like you, you should be able to do whatever you want um, musically or whatever you love to do. Like I listen to all that stuff, but uh, and at the end of the day, when I when I get ready to create, I create what I what I want, what I feel. So that's how I look at that. I don't feel like I should have to cross over into another lane or whatever to to you know to show people like yo like like or they get recognition. That's how that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, and, and you really don't have to because. Like, as you can see, like right now, without, well, people are starting to put music back out, but during that whole quarantine quarantine time, it was the bars. It was people that can rap that lasted the test of the time. And you notice the people that can't rap, they ain't really drop anything because if they can't, if it, if it don't go in a club, then where does it really sit? Possibly the gym. But if you have just a rapping ability and you choose the right beats. That's what I enjoy the most. Like, look at, look at what's up for Grammys right now. Yeah. Yeah. Majority of them rap albums are solid rap albums by everybody that I know that I respect as lyricists, like salute the Royce, Freddie Gibbs. And Uh and those are just the two off the top of my head, but those are legit rap albums. You know, Jay Electronica. Or, I don't, don't, don't try to slide. You're not gonna get into this. I, mean, I get what you said. No, it's not. It's not a typical, you know, nominee right. list. You know, right? No, it's not a typical list. Yeah, that's. It, it was. It was kind of, kind of wild to see that. But I, I mean, I, I like you said, with the, with the quarantine, man, you can't really. They couldn't really move like that. So it's like, like who can really rap? Like, and and, and people showed. Especially Ransom, man. That nigga, that nigga's crazy, man. Man, he put out four like in that year, right? It was, it was uh, um, the, five. It was five. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he did the director's cut one and two, the the two, crime scenes. Uh, what am I missing? I should have never put myself on the spot to name all of them. Right <laughs> yeah, director's cut one, two, and three. Crime, yeah. deleted scenes, and crime scenes. Deleted scenes. I'm missing too. Yeah, and and they were all they were all tough. Man. Five. So, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> So your team, your team in North Carolina is kind of strong too, man. You got Q Ham that I, I went and started downloading his stuff, and I was like, yeah, yeah it's fine, because uh, we was looking for older stuff. We wanted to go back and see. Clearly, you know, once you become a fan of somebody, you got to see what they've been doing. So the stuff you've done with Q Ham, of course, King James recently, who, who we like a lot as well. So like, talk a little bit about the home team and what y'all got brewing in North Carolina. Um, well, Q was actually from uh, Long Island, um, but he moved down here. I met him when I was like, we met when we was like 14, and we just kind of clicked. Uh, I didn't know he rapped until he came back from the Navy. Uh, he was one of the guys I started making beats for um, when I started. And uh, he was, he, I think he was the first person I rapped on the track with uh, when I finally, you know, he just kept encouraging me, like, yo, man, like, you got to you gotta do it, bro. You, like, you nice or whatever. So he was one of the – shout out to him too, man, because I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be rapping if it wasn't for him. He, well, thank you, Q-Ham. We just want to say that. Hey, Chris, I'm telling you, check his, check his stuff out, man. You'll like him. Right. Yeah, Q nice, man. He's super nice. Um, King James I met a little later uh, through, the, through my – the guy that was uh, I was producing with um, didn't know he, I, I knew him from like back in the day, but I didn't know him, so I didn't know he rapped either. And then I like heard his voice. I'm like, yo, he, he sound like a rapper. And he like <laughs> that, that nigga got a, he got the voice of a rapper. Like if you can have the voice of a rapper, like he has the voice of a rapper, man. Like, yeah. like just like, command com- Yeah, like not trying to say he sound like this person exactly, but like. When I'm listening to him, it's like a lot of grown man shit in his bars. Mm-hmm. And I liken it to um when I listen to Fonte a lot. You know what I mean? Like it's Fonte yep. hits you with them reality bars, the marriage stuff, the relationship stuff, but it's real subtle yep. and they let you they let you have it and he walk away. And that's what it seems yep. like I got from King James. So like I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of talent in y'all in the circle. Yeah, man. Um I've been I be trying to uh keep Q engaged in it. He uh I talked to him earlier actually, man. He he be taking like huge hiatuses. Like he I don't think he's recorded in a while. Um the what now track he was on, we did that years ago. So I mean, I don't think I don't think he's he released something recently, uh, I, I believe, but all that all that stuff is old. Like he got his catalog is like way bigger than mine. Um, and he's actually released albums before and then just took them down. I'm like, like, what is what the joint at, bro? Like, yeah. but I got I got most of his music, I got all his music on my computer as well. So um I can still listen to him or whatever. But he, he's definitely one of those, uh, one of those guys. Like, if I if I need a feature for something or I just need help with a hook or something, like I talk to him. Or, or King James, um, but mostly mostly Q because he can write. It's like he can write anything like quick too. So, all right. 
Or, or he really, he really talented, man. So going back to your producer, so uh, your producer bag. Hold on, press. So going back to your producer bag, and you said you kind of wanted for your full length. You possibly thinking about it just being you producing it, but yeah. in the other vein, if you do reach out for other people, who are some of the, I guess your dream producers that you would kind of like to work with? Dream producers. Oh man. Uh, Alchemist, um, Mad Lib, um, oh, Craven was one of them, but I mean, now that's, that's, uh, team, man. Reality, yeah. Um, yeah. Who else? Uh, I like just Blaze, man. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, and Knife, Knife Wonder. Yeah, I was gonna wait. And I was like, man, if you don't, I know you can know you got to say Knife, man. Like, man, yeah, that was one of my. You know, one of my you're so beat star and everything like that. You're already rapping on, and just how it goes, like it's gonna be just found. I just that just seemed like it'd be perfect, you know? Yeah, it was uh. He was like one of my uh, biggest inspirations when I was making beats uh, a lot, as far as like the sample chopping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a little seminar he did uh, here at one of the colleges. And it was pretty dope. And then when he was uh, doing a little Wonder Years tour, he was showing a little documentary and stuff. I went to that and just listening to him talk about uh, you know the music and you know how there's no limits on on what you can create and stuff like that. Man, it was real inspirational to me. So I always rock with nice. Okay. And then uh, other producers that you named, me and Cash was talking about that uh, last week, how it's like those type of producers, they seem to like not be working. Like they're, they're picking and choosing who they're going to work with. They ain't making sound, even though they're the hot producer or they may have the, the sound that's Grammy nominated or whatever. They ain't doing like a Neptunes and just working, giving everybody a beat. You got to actually, they actually got to feel what you're doing and curate that perfect sound with you to put out that they, that's how they keeping their product unique in that that sense you know what right. i mean like they're, they're finding those those guys that can just you know kill their type of beats and keep that out there in the world like they're putting on these people most of them like yeah i look at that like rapping rapping though or like you're not going you you're a certain type of rapper you're not going to just put any rapper on a feature like you're not just going to let anybody on your song so, but some rappers do, I mean, but I know with me, I'm not going to have a song about a certain thing. And I know this guy don't rap about that, or he can't rap about that, or he not nice. Like, I'm not going, I don't, I can't do that because it's, it's my, still my product at the end of the day. So I guess they don't want to have the name tied to certain things <laughs> or certain artists. Man, I, I, I love hearing that, man, like that you got some, hey, my name got put some respect on it, even though you may think it's not up there yet. I got some respect on my name. Make sure you keep it that way. <laughs> you got to, man. If you don't, who will? So uh, so March 9th, you got your new product dropping out. Uh, how many songs can we expect from it? What's, what's going to be the feel? Is it very similar or is it going a different route? Uh, tell us about it. Uh, the Craven tape, man, with Pooh Dreams is uh, you gonna get a little backstory, uh, um, you know, my little hoop journey. Um, it's bars, got Shade Noir, Ransom on there. Um, it's like five, it's five tracks, it's five tracks, but it's it's 
It's pretty cold, man. I didn't really when I first, you know, recorded it, I didn't really rock with it that much, but it's it's I'm always my biggest critic anyway, so every track, every time I've done it's been like that, but it it'll grow on me over time. And I go back and listen to it, like, yeah, man, this was pretty nice, like pretty cool or whatever. But that joint is I've been listening to it a lot, man. It's just pretty cold. So and then just having okay. the, the craving uh production up there, man. It all and, and the ransom feature and the shade feature. It just it just made it uh made it whole. Okay, man. Can't wait to listen to it, man. Can't wait to hear it. Uh and I definitely feel you on hey, you your biggest critic, us being like just putting up the podcast, man, but just being a creator on that little sense, like it's portion of now. Everybody be like, Oh man, y'all, y'all did good on nah, I don't know. We messed this up. That's what we be talking oh, internally. So you know all those, you know how you messed up. But you gotta learn just like, hey, if, if they say it's good, it's good, man. So let let the people yeah. be the critics for you, man. <laughs> don't 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 kill yourself too much. <laughs> yeah, I try, man. I try not to. It's it's rough though. When you just <laughs> you hold yourself to a certain standard, man. It's just like you know, you know. I I feel like uh, when I when I do write and stuff like that, like I'm. I try not to scrap anything anymore, but uh, but I've in the past I've scrapped songs like I write make a whole song uh, and record it and I'm like man this shit trash and I just <laughs> I just scrap it like just throw it out and somebody else might hear it and be like yo like like why you like nah I don't like it man it's, <laughs> it's like like you said man it's just it's just but it's just a standard I hold myself to um, with certain things. Especially with music. Uh have you did any you you did any live performances or anything like that in a in your hometown or anything? What do you like to perform or, or like what what song do you like when I get up there, they're gonna feel this one every time? Only thing I've done uh here was like a cipher. I did a cipher uh, I think it was like last year, year before last. Um I did that. Uh, like I said, I wasn't taking the music serious, so I, I I've never I've never performed myself. I've never performed like I I just I know if I did, it would be probably most of my soulful stuff though, like the stuff from Solstice. Um, uh, I was talking with my brother about doing a uh, like a tiny desk type thing or whatever. So oh, that'd be dope. Uh, with live, yeah, live band and stuff. So I'm thinking about doing that. Um, but yeah, I ain't even trying to really go perform anyway right now uh to everything kind of kind of evens out with this, yeah. this covid stuff man yeah uh, yeah definitely feel you on that uh but man that that's, intro that's to great. soltis though man i'm telling you that uh i can't say the name of it you said it's the address though in france that that, that yeah yeah that's where i live that's yeah, cold that, that, that one yeah that's <laughs> that's one of them ones man and i you know you heard the sample before if you were a hip-hop head but yeah you you took it there on, on that one so definitely go check out solstice check out the weather report and um you know on behalf of myself and prez man i know we had you for a while now but um we truly appreciate it man um we like what you're doing we like what what ran is doing as well and and you guys just sticking to what works for you guys and not trying to stray too far out of what works for you. So there is a pocket for that. And y'all got plenty of fans out there that love it. So 
Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Press, you got any last words for JR? Yeah, man. He said he ain't much really, he ain't much really taking it that serious. Just getting out there, starting to take it serious, man. So I can only like your ceiling, man. It's 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 up there, man. Just just keep at it. Keep doing what you're doing. You you got a fan out of me. No cash, cash. Uh, respect you. I know our uh our listeners also. They'll probably be up in there listening at your champion. So pulling for you on that, man. Keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, if you got to throw those ones away, continue to throw those away and continue to improve. <laughs> sure, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, no doubt, man. No doubt, man. So, like, one last time, where can people find you, what you got coming up, just so that they know what's coming? Um, I'm on Twitter a lot. Uh, Twitter, IG. What IG is up here. Uh, I am underscore J dot A-R-R-R. The Twitter is J underscore D-O-T underscore A-R-R-R. Um, I'm on there more most of the time. Uh interacting with people and stuff so so yeah that's where you that's where you can find me at man and you know if you want to just type it in on the on the dsps man it's just j period space a r r r and I, I should be the only name to come up uh yeah somebody somebody got my name now but you'll see my music so that's all that matters man that's why <laughs> so, i changed so. yeah that's all that that's all the real matter <laughs> We'll be trying to bomb streams off of you, man. So. Man, I put that name up. Nobody had it. I searched for the name. Nobody had it spelled that way. As soon as I, I uploaded music, I started putting my music back up. So like a week later, I seen somebody, another artist with the J Dot. I'm like, all right, bro. That's why you know I know what it is now. Like, but it is. I ain't changing it yeah. no more. <laughs> That can also tell you that you was doing it right, man. If somebody want to, hey, they want to go up there and snake and take a little something like, oh, yeah, they're going to think it's him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll give me that elevation. Hey, there you it's go. Always, it's always it's always foreigners, man, when I check. Because I actually, I went and listened to see what, yeah. what, what was going on. It's a foreign guy, so I mean. Once again, this is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. We drop every Tuesdays at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us on Spotify. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. So we got you on the visuals. We got you on the audio. So definitely check out JR's project. You got Hoop, My Hoop Dreams coming out March 9th. So, so check that out, man. We out. All right, fellas. All right, dude. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all, man.